0: you're listening to the van moody podcast our passion is transforming the world by transforming lives in today's episode pastor michelle evans will deliver part seven of new coming out head first this sermon is all about breaking the cycle by believing seeing and speaking the new thing god has for us let's get started hey family happy sunday As we prepare to jump into the word of God, I am excited because we are continuing this amazing teaching called new. And in particular, we're talking about a new mindset. Pastor Michelle Evans, who's a part of our teaching team, our pastoral team, she is the campus pastor of our Bessemer campus. She's gonna share the word of God with us this morning. I was surprised by my wife. She took me on a birthday trip to celebrate my birthday that recently uh, passed and also the completion of my dissertation. So I've been working really hard to get everything done and it was finally approved. And she said, hey, let's take a quick trip. And so I've asked Pastor Michelle uh, to jump in and my goodness, she has a word for you. So get ready as we continue this series called new, but in particular, ask God to show us how to have a new mindset as we move into the new things that God has for us. Take care.
1: Good morning, TWC family. God bless you and welcome. Oh my, what a time of worship and and prayer. I could stay right there all day. It is the presence of the Lord that brings joy. It is the presence of the Lord that, that encourages and strengthens. It is so amazing to be here with you this morning. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining. If you haven't done it already, invite someone, tag, share, like the video, share it we want as many people as possible to get connected to this thing that God is doing if you've been tracking with us for the past couple of weeks you know that our bishop is in a series hashtag new God is doing a new thing God is doing something new the spirit is moving in a new way God is shifting some things there's been a shift in the atmosphere a shift in the seasons And the question on us this morning is, do we realize it? Do we understand what's going on? Do we sense it? Do we sense it in our spirit? Do we perceive it as the launch verse talks about? And I just want us to ask ourselves that question this morning. I want us to think about it. I want us to think about the past 500 plus days. Think about this year alone. Think about it. Am I at a crossroad? Am I at a standstill? Am I uh, not moving? Am I uh, wanting more from God, and I don't know how to get it? Do I, um, do I sense that He wants to move me somewhere and shift me? How do I do that? I'm here to tell you this morning, personally, God is doing something new, and He wants us to get it. He wants more than anything to bless us beyond measure. He wants more than anything to give us the blessed life that he has died to give us and what he's promised us. It's not for an elite few. It's not for um, people that uh, have been in the, the faith for 20, 50 years. He wants whosoever will to partake of this thing. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for what you're doing in this season. Thank you, Father, for this open door of opportunity. Thank you, God, for speaking to us. Thank you for shifting our lives. Thank you for giving us another opportunity to get what you have for us. This time, God, we want it. This time, we won't miss it. This time, we'll apprehend. This time, we'll go into what you called us to go into. Now, Father, I ask you now to crucify the flesh that the spirit would rise up no nerves, no, no, no flesh will glory in your presence. I ask your anointing to rest right now in this moment. The anointing that destroys the yoke, the anointing that brings this word to life and gives each and every one of us what we need. God, only you can do that. I trust you now to do it. I can't do it without you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you again for being here. Listen, if you haven't, been trekking with us for the past couple of weeks in this. I want you to go out to to your YouTube pages. I want you to go out to your social media pages. Tag us in. Hashtag new. Hashtag new thing. I want that to be the ringing sound in this season. I want you to go out there and bombard the social media pages with hashtag new. God is doing something new and we want everybody not to just perceive it but to receive it and so I want you to go back if you haven't been with us the past couple of weeks Bishop has launched this series hashtag new he's been speaking to us and last week last week he talked to us about blind Bartimaeus he talked about two different mindsets struggling within us two separate two different mindsets that if we choose one of the other we'll have abundant life or we'll stay stuck he talked about the fixed mindset and the growth the stretching mindset and this morning this morning if you would if you would join me somebody drop it in the comments numbers 13 join me in numbers 13 as we talk about this as we keep pressing on and going on into what we need to walk into to to apprehend the new thing that God is doing in our life this new season Numbers 13 and 14, very familiar passage, very familiar stories. But don't allow the familiarity to rob you of the new revelation, the new insight, the new uh, word that God wants to speak to you now. Don't let the familiarity of the past rob you of your now, the new thing that God is doing now. Numbers 13, beginning in verse 1, and I'm going to jump around, follow with me in your time, in your quiet time, read Numbers 13 and 14, and I promise you, you'll see two two um, different mindsets at struggle. You'll see two different mindsets at play. You'll see two different heart sets at struggle. You will see that clearly. Numbers 13, beginning in verse one, it says, the Lord now said to Moses, he's speaking to the leader, send out men to explore. Some, some versions say you pick the leaders of each tribe. I want you to remember that God tells Moses, you pick the leaders, the leaders, the people on the front line to go. He said, I want you to send them to the land of Canaan, the land I am giving to the Israelites. I'm giving it to you. I just want you to go look at it. Send one leader, from each of the 12 ancestral tribes. So Moses did. He obeyed as the Lord commanded him. He sent out 12 men, leaders, tribal leaders of Israel from their camp to the wilderness of Paran. These were the tribes. And it goes on um, in uh, all the way down to verse 16 to talk about the names and gives the names of the leaders, tells the, who the names are, tells who they are. I want you to put your name there. God sent Michelle out. God sent John out. God sent Mark out. God sent Susie out. God sent Anna out. God sent you out. He's choosing you this morning as a leader. Drop down to verse 16. 17, Moses gave the men these instructions as he sent them out to explore the land. Go north through the Negev into the hill country. See what the land looks like. Find out whether the people living there are strong or weak. Few are many. Verse 19, see what kind of land they live in. Is it good or bad? Do their towns have walls? Or are there um, unprotected like open camps? Verse 20, is the soil fertile or poor? Are there many trees? do your best to do this. I want you to scout it out. I just want you to look at it. God has already told you, I'm giving it to you. And then he goes on and tells them, do your best to bring back samples of the crop, bring back some fruit of the land, because it just so happened to be the season of harvest time. Oh, I want to pause right there and give you my title today. I want to pause right there. And I want you to say this to yourself. I want, you to speak this out loud. I want you to look around the room as if you're in the church house. I want you to look around the room and say it to whoever will listen. Speak to the walls. Speak to the dog, the cat, the bird, the goldfish. Speak to your husband and wife or your children. Open your mouth. Speak to yourself and say, I'm coming out head first. Oh, I'm coming out head first. If I had to give this a subtitle, if I had to give it a subtitle, i want to I want you to put your hand on yourself and say this. I'm a cycle breaker. I'm a cycle breaker. Listen, if you've been with us for the past couple of weeks, you know that the Lord has spoken this in this season, over this house, over this region, that God is doing a new thing. And our launch verse, our launch verse is Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. God says, listen, he says, behold, behold means pay attention. I want you to be awake and aware and hear me in this moment. Hear what I'm speaking to you. Behold, I am doing. Doing a new thing, and then he asks us a question. He says, "I want you to be awake and aware that I'm doing something new." And then he asks the question: Do you even perceive it? Are you even aware? Do you even know what's going on? Do, do you sense it? Have you been spending time with God to even know that something has shifted? And I'm going to speak to you now. You don't have time to get ready for the shift. The shift has already begun in the spirit realm. We're waiting on it to manifest here, but it's already began above us. Come on, you've got to be ready. You don't have time to get ready. He says it springs forth now. You've got to be ready because you're not going to have moments to get prepared. And if you're gonna come out head first, if you're, if you're gonna be a cycle breaker, if you're gonna receive and perceive and, and apprehend the new thing, if you're gonna go over and get what God has told you to scout out, if you're gonna grab what God has told you he's already given you, I just want you to walk through it. I just want you to look at it. I just want you to survey the land. I want you to go over and get a sneak peek of what the new thing is I'm getting ready to do in your life. I want you to go over and put your foot on it. I Oh my God, I want you to go over and taste of the fruit. I want you to go over and just sit in it and just just sit in it and and start to feel comfortable in it. If you're going to come out head first, if you're going to change the way that you see things, if you're going to change the way that you think, if you're going to change to go into your new, if you're going to be a cycle breaker, if you're going to come out head first, the first thing you have to do is believe. Ah that God has new and better for you and I. As simple as that sounds, so many of us We believe it for other people. We see it for other people. But God says, if you're going to get this new thing I have for you, if you're going to go over and apprehend what I already told you that was yours, if you're going to come out head first, meaning I'm thinking different, I'm moving different, I'm talking different, I'm walking different, I'm responding differently. If you're going to come out head first, you must first believe that God has something new and better for you. You've got to believe it. Exodus 13, verses one and two, God tells Moses, you go and, and, and tell the leaders to scout out the land that I am giving them. He says, I'm giving it to you. You gotta believe first that God wants better for you. You have to believe that God wants better than where you are now, your station in life. You have to believe that God wants you to get out of being stagnant and stale and in one place. You have to believe that God has higher heights and, and planes for you. You have to believe that God wants you to go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. You have to believe that you can get outside of your zip code and outside of your comfort zone. You have to believe He wants that for you. And our launch verse in Isaiah 43 and 18 and 19 says in the message version, it says this, forget about what's happened. Oh, see, if you coming out head first, you got to change how you think about things. You 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 got to forget what's behind you. You you got to forget what happened to you. You have to forget how you responded then and how you reacted then. Your mind has got to be renewed so that what comes up out of your mouth is different. He says forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Oh my God. He says be alert. Be present. Be in the now moment. I'm about to do something brand new, brand new. I don't know about you, but 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 I, I love to get things brand new. I love brand new things. We get excited about brand new tangible things. But can you get excited about a brand new mindset? Can you get excited about God stretching you and placing you in places you never thought you would be? Can you get excited about God taking you to places that you've only read about? in books and only dreamed about and only lived vicariously through other people. Can you get excited about the brand new thing that God wants to do for you? Open your mouth and say, I gotta believe God. Open your mouth and say, I'm coming out head first. Open your mouth and scream it to the top of your lungs and say, I'm a cycle breaker. I'm a cycle breaker. And if we're going to come out head first, if we're going to apprehend the new thing that God has for us, if we're going to shift over from a fixed, fearful, limited mindset over into an abundant stretch me God capacity. I want to be able to hold more type of mindset. We got to first believe that God wants us to have it. And secondly, you must see yourself in it. Oh, once you start believing something and believing God wants it for you and believing that it's possible, something shifts in your mind. You you start seeing that thing. You, you start seeing it everywhere you go. Have you have you ever thought about something and started dreaming about something? Have you ever written out your vision? Have you ever written out your goals? Have you ever written out your prayers and then you go out about your day and you start seeing you start seeing things that look like manifestations? You start seeing seeing God's giving you glimpses of what he's getting ready to do in your life, you must see yourself in the new. I want you to go back to Numbers 13. They scouted out the land, not just overnight, not just for a weekend. They sat in that place for 40 days They sat in it for 40 days. They walked around in it. They they probably got a little comfortable in it. They they probably started mingling and mixing with the people. They were scouting it out, not letting anyone know who they were. They were were in uh, the the daily hustle and bustle of this place that God told them he was going to give them for 40 days. They were rising up, eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, going to sleep, taking a bath, met praying to God for 40 days in this new place. He had them to get right smack dab in the middle, in the center of the thing that he says, I'm getting ready to give you. I've already given it to you. Do you perceive the new thing I'm doing? Matter of fact, I'm going to put you over in it. And for 40 days, they were over there. They were in it. They were they, they were doing day-to-day to, day to day life in that, in that place, in that new thing, in the new building. Uh, Big place in the place flowing with milk and honey for 40 days that God says it's already yours. Ah. He allowed them to taste it and walk around in it and he allowed them to, to try it on, so to speak. He, he ordered them to partake of the uh, just, just taste of the new lifestyle. It's, it's harvest season over there. I want you to partake of it. I want you to see what you're getting ready to apprehend. I want you to get a little taste of what I'm getting ready to do for you. And Numbers 13 and verse 27 says something says something that they they came back after the 40 days they they came back not just with a report, they came back with big grapes so big that they had to put them, two men on poles up on their shoulders to carry them. I, I don't know about you, but but the last time I went to Publix and Target and the last time I went to Walmart and Piggly Wiggly, I didn't see grapes that big. I, I could pick them up with one hand, but to, but get, I want you to be visual, I want you to see, I want you to understand the big and new thing that God wants to give you. It's gonna be so big. You're going to need somebody to help you carry it. You're going to need somebody to help you with the blessing. You're going to need somebody to help you shoulder what he's getting ready to put on you. And it says in Numbers 13, beginning in verse 27, this was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore. And it's indeed as bountiful as you've said, flowing with milk and honey. Here, they're, they're pointing at the, at the grapes. Here's the kind of pr- fruit it produces. But, 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 uh, verse 28, but, but, we've been there for 40 days and, and I, want you to underst- I want you to get the two different mindsets that are at struggle in these 12 men, in these 12 people for these 40 days. They may not have said anything, but they were thinking it. It says that, listen, but the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there the Amalekites, like in the Negev, the, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites live in the hill country. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan River. And while they're giving this negative report that, yeah, it is what you said it was, it is more than that. It, it is beyond words. It is indeed flowing with milk and honey. As a matter of fact, we did what you told us to do. You told us if it was possible to bring back some fruit and some proof of how good it was. Here it is. But, oh my God, when is the last time that God said something to you? When is the last time that God wanted to do a new thing in your life? When is the last time that God tried to stretch you and move you and promote you and set you up to bless you? When is the last time that God tried to get you outside of your comfort zone and he allowed you to step foot into get a glimpse of to Peep over into your future, and you come back to him and say, "But God, it is too big. It's, it's, it's. They're giants. We, we, we can't do it. We, we, we can't do it. We, we, we can't do it. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know about that." I, it's giants over there. They're big and and their their walls are fortified. They're strong. Uh, I know I know you sent us over there for 40 days. I know that you put us in that place to to, to peep it out and to see it. Uh, and and we brought back the fruit. Thank you for the vacation. Thank you for the 40 days away from uh, the normal uh, routine of our life. Thank you for the 40 days of being able to partake in something so great. But 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 but. But we don't see ourselves there we don't see it we, we just don't see it and I want you to think about this this morning proverbs 23 and 7 the 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 a clause says this as a man or woman thinketh in their heart so are they I got a question for you this morning what do you think about yourself what do, you, what do you think about yourself? Is it, is it contrary to what God has said about you? Oh, is it contrary to what God has called you to do? In the book of Jeremiah, God comes to Jeremiah and tells him, this is what I want you to do. I've called you to be a prophet to the nations. You're going to speak uh, truth to power. I'm going to cause you to take over the nation. And Jeremiah says, I can't do that. I'm too young. And the Lord says to him, who told you that? Don't say that about yourself. And I came by this Sunday morning to say to somebody, what is it that God wants to do for you? What is it that God is trying to shift you into? You're uncomfortable and frustrated because you've outgrown where you are. And God wants to do a new thing with you, but you got to come out head first. God wants to use you in your family to be the chain breaker and the line breaker, the one that changes the bloodline, the one that changes the very trajectory of your family. He wants to use you, tag you it, and you're telling him, "I, I see what you're trying to do, but it's just too big for me. So if you're going to apprehend and perceive and receive the new thing you not only have to believe that God wants better and new for you you have to see yourself in the new you have to change how you think about yourself you have to change how you look at the enemy or or look at your obstacles and say listen this looks big but my god is bigger this looks bigger than me it looks like I can't apprehend it but God already told me it's mine and so God if you'll go before me if you if you'll help me if you walk with me. I'm gonna think what you think. I'm gonna think your thoughts. I'm gonna say what you say about me. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You chose me for such a time as this. I'm gonna set my forehead like Flint. I'm not gonna let their faces bother me. I'm not gonna let the negative report of the ten spies bother me. I'm not gonna allow it to come against what you said about me." And we see two different mindsets that struggle here. When 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 the spies return, because when you drop down the verse, verse 30 of Numbers 13, while they're giving the negative report saying, listen, it's good as what you said. But we can't do this. And but they did this and they are this and they're big and, and, and they're mighty and they're strong. Caleb. Verse 30, okay, we're talking about a different mindset. Caleb, it says that Caleb hushes them up in front of Moses and says, be quiet. We're going to go up and apprehend this because we can do it. (sighs) And they don't believe it. What happens when you look at the narrative uh, in verses 30 uh, through 31, it says they keep right on talking negatively. They don't even listen to Caleb's positive report. They don't even listen to Caleb's um, admonishment of stop your negative mess talking. Stop uh, talking death. Stop speaking what we can't do. He says, listen, we're going to go up. We're going to take this land because we can do it. And it goes on and they say, but... The men who had explored the land with him disagreed. (laughs) We can't go up against them. They're stronger than we are. And so this bad report spread around the land amongst the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone that goes in there. Oh, come on. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants there. It goes on and it says we felt like grasshoppers to ourselves and we looked like grasshoppers to them, too. Perception is everything. God is doing something new. Do you perceive it or do you perceive yourself as a grasshopper? Do you perceive yourself as not good enough? Do you perceive yourself as not strong enough? Can I tell you something? I'm standing here with my knees shaking and, 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 and being nervous. I'm, I'm standing here on the verge of tears. I'm standing here with everybody that's working behind the scenes being patient with me because I don't believe sometimes that I can stand here and do what God has called me to do the way he's called me to do it. And every time I think that, sit down in my quietness and I pray and he'll say, who told you that? Every time I look around and I say they're more educated than me, they've got more money than me, they they know more people than me, they they network better than me, they know how to do business better than me, they can show up in the room better than me, they, they know more people than I do. I, every time I think that, that narrative in my head, I have to tell myself, the Lord comes into my quiet space and say, Michelle, I told you this, and don't you argue with me, I told you that I have a great land for you, I told you that I had chosen you for such a time as this. Don't argue with me. Don't tell me what you see. Do you believe what I said? Don't think for one minute because we stand to decree to the word of the Lord or that we stand to worship or we stand on these man-made platforms that we don't struggle with who God has called us to be don't think for one minute because we stand up here in these spotlights and cameras and microphones i don't know about anybody else but don't think for one minute that i don't doubt the things that god has told me to do that i don't doubt myself that i don't think about my dirty rotten past amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me i once was lost but now i'm found was blind perception new mindset but now i see you're going to apprehend this new thing that God is doing, if you're going to be a cycle breaker and come out head first, you got to first believe that God wants better for you. He died to give us life and to give us life in its fullness in abundance. Lack is not your portion. Being beneath is not your portion. Settling is not your portion. Staying in bondage and slavery is not your portion. He says, I'm sending you over to a new place. I want you to go spy it out, it's already yours. I just want you to go over there and get comfortable with it. I, I-, I just want you to go see what I'm trying to do for you. So if you're gonna come out head first, if you're gonna be the cycle breaker in your family, on your row, on your job, in your bloodline, in your marriage, in your family, if you're gonna be the cycle breaker uh, amongst your siblings, if you're gonna be the cycle breaker in your family, you've gotta first believe that God wants new and better for you and you've gotta see yourself in the new place. Thirdly and finally, if you're gonna come out head first, if you're gonna have a, a growth capacity, stretch me and bless me indeed kind of mindset, if, if, if you're going to have the Caleb spirit that will have the audacity to stand there in front of leadership, in front of power, and hush the whole tribe up and say, be quiet, we can do this. If, if you're going to be that person, if you're going to be the one, you're going to have to start opening your mouth and speak it. Not only are you going to need to believe it, uh, not only are you going to uh, need to see it, So once you start believing it and seeing it, once you start uh, peeping it and seeing it and believing it, you got to open your mouth. Your mouth needs to line up with what's in your spirit. Your mouth needs to line up with what you think. Your mouth needs to line up with what God says. You've got to speak it. And here it is. We're at the end of Numbers 13 and Caleb has spoken up and, and hushed the negative report. I, I don't know who this is for. Some of you need to start telling the negative report people around you, the, the, the negative Nancy. Some of you need to start telling the negative people around you, the people that are speaking death and speaking gloom and speaking uh, murmuring and complaining. Some of you need to open your mouth and tell them, hush! We're going to apprehend this. We're going to get up and we're going to go take what he says is ours because we can do it. Caleb speaks that. He speaks faith to fear. He he speaks life to where people are speaking death. You got to be careful of the majority. Society teaches us to run with the majority, that the majority rules. And Caleb stands flat footed in front of the majority and says, be quiet. And he speaks and he, he, he says, we can do this. It says, um, we're going to have to speak life in the midst of that. We're going to have to um, cast down negative thoughts. Second Corinthians 10, 5 through 6, the message version says this. The tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation. Oh, my but they are for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. What is the corrupt culture? Thinking anything against the faith thinking anything against what God has said, thinking anything that doesn't line up with what God has said about you, thinking or speaking anything that's contrary to this word, speaking or thinking anything that is contrary to anything that is life-giving. It says we use our powerful God tools for smashing, uh-huh, warped philosophies, tearing down the barriers erected against the truth of God. Didn't God tell him? In Numbers 13, verse one, I'm already giving it to you. And so we've got to tear down the barriers that speak against what God has said, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure. You got to bring that thing into the structure and the, of, the, of a life shaped by Christ, our tools are ready at hand for clearing the ground of every obstruction, for building lives of obedience into maturity. If you're going to come out head first, if you're going to get this new thing that God has for you, if you perceive it, if you sense it, if you know he's doing something and you feel stuck, you don't know what to do, you're going to have to come out head first. God, I can't think like that no more. I can't move that way anymore. I can't listen to all the negative reports. I know they're saying it's been done this way all these years, but but you're switching it up. You're doing something new. I know that we've been in slavery and in bondage. I, I know that we've been in a contained environment. I know we've been in this box because when you go over into Exodus 14, it says the very first verse, it said, all night long, the people lifted up their voices and cried and wailed and weeped over the negative report. <laughs> cried. And then said, we were better in Egypt. A fixed, fearful, scared, don't want to move, Don't don't shake up the nest type of mentality will convince itself that staying in this little box is better than going over there and apprehending a place so big it takes two of us to carry the fruit. What type of mindset, what type of mentality does it take to stay in a box and to feed and to eat what people feed you? Oh, my God, what type of mentality does it take to stay in a box and to be told how to think instead of saying, God, I want you to teach me how to think? What type of box of mentality are you in that you believe that you don't deserve any better? What box are you in? What mind frame bo- box are you in that you believe that you have to stay stuck in your past and you can't apprehend the new thing? What type of box are you in, oh my God, this morning, that you believe that because of what you did last night, last week, and last year, disqualifies you? From From the new thing God says if you ask me for forgiveness I'm faithful and just to clean your slate and you can move forward what type of box does it take to keep you boxed in that you think I'd rather be in slavery than to go over and apprehend a land that's flowing with milk and honey that's giving me more than enough what type of lack mindset oh my god are you stuck in that you think that your bank account always has to be in the negative and you always have to rob Peter to pay Paul that you always have to live in a certain way a tax bracket what type of box has the devil convinced you to stay in because at least it's comfortable at least it's familiar at least I know it but it's killing you I came today to shake up the nest I came today to shake up the box. You better tag and, share, tag and share this with somebody right now. Tell them, tell them, and when you tag them, tell them, listen, I'm the cycle breaker. When you tag it and share it on YouTube, drop in the comments. Drop in the comments. I'm coming out head first. I want you to drop it in the comments right now on Facebook. A change has happened. Don't work. Listen, don't ask me what happened. Don't don't ask me to keep doing things the old way. Don't ask me to bend and bow down to the rules of slavery. I'm going over to apprehend something. Don't you dare ask me to stay in this box when I feel like stepping out of the boat don't you dare ask me to stay in my place when God has given me a promise I want you to tag and share somebody share with somebody this morning and then tell them listen we coming out of this we coming out of this we are cycle breakers we're not slaves We're coming out of this head first. We don't have to stay here and put up with this. We're coming out of this head first. I'm not scared. I'm not fearful. And even if I'm standing here with my knees shaking, I'm going to do it scared. And God will make up the increase. God will make up the difference. He is the strength in my weakness. But I'm not staying in this box. I don't know where you are this morning, but God says, I'm doing a new thing. Do you get it? And if you get it, do you want to hold it? Do you understand? Wake up you sleepers. Don't you see I'm doing something new? Don't you understand? I've done a shift in the spirit that I'm getting, I'm sending you over to show you the people you're getting ready to overthrow. Oh my God, do you understand that I'm doing something so new that I'll have you sit right smack dab in the center of the place that I'm gonna let you take over? You gotta believe it. You gotta see it. And then you gotta open your mouth and speak it. The power of life and death in your tongue Caleb and Joshua were the only ones speaking life and it goes on to say that Moses cried out to the Lord but it made a different difference it said that Joshua and Caleb tore their clothes and cried out to God God come on now give us come on God wait a minute give us another chance because I need you to understand something leader I need you to get this this morning leader That the people are gonna, uh, the people that are attached to you, okay? Uh, You're responsible for how you're leading. You're responsible for the life and death choices you're making. You're responsible for what comes out of your mouth over the congregation. You're responsible, verse chapter 14, verse 1, for having the congregation wailing and weeping and crying all night long because of the negative report. But I'm gonna break the chains today, I'm a chain breaker. I'm coming out of this head first. There's no way in the world, no way, the devil, no way in the world I've gone through the past almost 600 days and come out of it the same. That doesn't give God any glory. The, uh, the rapper, the, the, the business mogul, uh-huh, Jay-Z said something very powerful in an interview. And I, I, I leaped up out of my chair. I leaped up off of my sofa. He said, I, I had people that were connected uh, to me from, from the slavery mindset when we was hustling out on the street corners and, and hustling out of the, back, the, 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 the trunks of our cars that said, you know, you change, you different. And his response to that was, you think I went through all of this to stay the same? TWC, God is doing something different. He's doing something new. There's been a switch over in the spirit. He said it's happening now. It's already happening. There are people unaware. There are people talking about it and don't even realize it's affecting them. That's it. Tag and share. Make sure you get people in on this. Don't you dare go into this new season selfish and go by yourself. You take everybody connected with you with you. TWC family, God is doing something. Don't miss it. I'm crying loud and sparing not because I don't want anybody connected to me to miss it. I don't want us to miss it in the turn. I don't want us to to, to get to another crossroad and still be stuck. I don't want us to be in this same place this time next year. God said, that doesn't glorify me. I don't want us to still be in this stagnant, stale, dead place again this time next year. We've got to move and we have to move at the pace that what he's calling us to move. We got to go over and scout out the places he wants us to have. We got to make sure that we believe it and we see it and we start speaking different. everybody connected to me talking different. I want everybody connected to me hearing different. I want everybody connected to me moving different. I want everybody connected to me maneuvering and strategizing differently. Maybe you're you're there this morning. Maybe you hear God speaking to you loud and clear. You're frustrated. You're restless. You you haven't been able to sleep. You you don't know what's going on. You you you've been praying, but nothing. You've been opening your Bible, but nothing. You you you've been going through the routines, but God says, I've shifted. Uh-huh. I've moved. Do you perceive it? When I move, you gotta move. When I shift, you have to shift. When the cloud and the fire, you gotta move. You you gotta be able to, to be, be flexible enough to get ready to move. And you're saying this morning, I don't want to be left behind. I want to go over and apprehend the new place that's flowing with milk and honey. No more drips and drops. I want flows. No more drips and drops. I want flows. I want overflow. I want rivers. I don't want drips and drops. I want more than enough. I don't want drips and drops. I want to be able to carry the fruit on my shoulders. It's so big. And God says, good, that's what I died to give you. Good, that's what I want you to have anyway. Good, now that you're flowing with me and tracking with me, we can do something together now. Now that you perceive I've done something new and I've moved and you're ready to, to get up under to that and, and, and obey, I can do something with you now. I can promote you now. I can, I can bless you now. I can, I've seen you be faithful over those 40 days. I can bring you into the promised land now. Whatever decisions you're making right now in this moment, however the spirit is hovering, we're going to flow. We're going to flow. However, the spirit is hovering over you right now. Tears streaming down your face, arms lifted. You're crying out to God right now like God bless me and don't leave me behind. Whatever you're doing in this moment, God, I don't want to miss it. This time I'm not going to miss it. This time I'm going to get everything you got for me. This time I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to go in and apprehend it. If you're making a decision right now we want to know that listen we want to know that drop it on the screen which you put your hands up in the screen say it's me it's me you're talking to me drop it in the comments on YouTube you're talking to me D- dial in and text the prayer line number that's going across the screen right now make sure that somebody connects with you in this moment of decision so that the devil doesn't try to come and rob you and make you think you're crazy and talk you back down like the 10 negative spies make sure in this moment, oh my God, make sure in this moment you don't miss what God is saying and wanting to do in your life. If you're making a decision, go to our website, drop it in the comments. Somebody gonna read it. Somebody gonna see it. We're gonna reach out to you. TWCCC.org. Let us know the decisions you're making. Let us know how we can pray with you. Let us know how we can connect with you in the new. Drop it in the comments. God, I don't want to miss you. Father, we love you. Thank you, oh God, for your word. Thank you for what you're doing in this moment. Thank you, oh God, that we don't miss you this time. Forgive us, Father, for the negative reports. Forgive us, Father, for believing that we belonged in slavery. Forgive us, Father, for crying when we should have been going in to apprehend. Forgive us, Father, for even thinking about going back. And now, Father... Give us what we need. Continue to fortify and strengthen us to go into this new season, to go into this new thing, to apprehend the promised land. Give us what we need now, Father, to get it so that this time we don't miss it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Listen, TWC family, I feel the spirit of God all over me. Don't miss what God is doing in this moment. Connect with us. You, listen, I know we've had offering. You may even want to sow into this word and say, listen, I need to put seed in the ground on this thing because I need my new thing to be blessed. I need a harvest on my new thing. Go to the screen, go to the website, sow into this word and put in the comments in your seed and put new thing. Mark it, mark your seed. Tell it what you want it to do and believe it and see it, and start speaking it. I love you so much. God bless you. I'm ready to see the new thing in your life. I'm ready to see it in mine. I'm ready to see the next. I'm ready to see what God is gonna do. We love you so much. God bless you, and we love you, and we'll see you next week.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this message from Bishop Van Moody. For more information about Van Moody Ministries, please visit vanmoody.org. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed week.